screen though instead of me. Oh, okay. I can make it go um, side by side. Yes. Like I see you. I see you. You're just a little picture in the bottom here. I want okay. to see you more than me. <laughs> okay. I will fix that. Here we go. There we go. Is that better? That'll work. Okay. Well, we are live now on Facebook. Hey, everybody in ER Shred. We are here with Charlene Noel. Do you like to go by Charlene Noel? Because it says that on Facebook, but then it says Feenstra. Yeah, Charlene Noel, Feenstra, full name. I go with all or just all of the them. name or all okay. of them. Doesn't matter. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Okay, let me just make sure I have my everything set up here. Okay, well, thank you so much, Charlene, for being here. We are, um, so for any of you who are not familiar with what we're doing here, this is the five questions interview that I've been doing with um, various members of our community so that we can get a, more of an inside look at who each member is. It's kind of fun to be able to have this 30-minute conversation where we get I get to ask you these five questions and we get to know a little get to know Charlene on a more personal level. Um beyond all the ER shred stuff because this is how we're like connecting through this protocol and how it's been really changing our lives. But I would love to know more about you. So why don't you start, Charlene, by telling us, introduce yourself, um, tell us where you live, married, single, all that stuff. And um, even I like people to describe their personality, their personality okay. traits. So okay. go ahead. Okay. Well, first of all, thanks for having me, Crystal. <laughs> And um, my name is Charlene Feenstra. I live in a small town in southern Alberta, Canada. Um, have always been in Canada most of my life in Alberta. Um, married going on 32 years. Uh, my husband is a trucker. Um, we have two girls. They're both married. Got three grandkids. Um, my personality trait, I'm a, I'm a type one on the Enneagram. If anybody doesn't know what that is, it's a perfectionist. Um, and I had to write a few things down because I struggle. Like I'm such a stickler for, for details. I'm res responsible and exacting. I have high standards for myself. Um, I work very hard on myself. I'm disciplined and strive to be good and honorable and live with purpose. So that is, that is my personality. Um, I am also an extrovert. Yeah, I kind of lie in the middle. I people, I, I feed off of people, yet they um, they can exhaust me too. Mm. So uh, I kind of lie in the middle, mostly an extrovert, though I love people. Um, and on that note, um, I deal with people almost every day. I'm a retail clerk with Canada Post, and I'm a client advocate for the Pregnancy Care Center. I do my husband's trucking books. I watch grandkids. Uh, I'm a wellness consultant with Isogenics. I'm a blogger. Um, have a couple of websites. Um, yeah, so that's kind of what I do. And oh, that's so great! I didn't know that. You, so, how long have you been blogging? Uh, just started in January. Oh, awesome! What are you blogging about? Just life stuff. Yeah. Just 
yeah mm-hmm. yeah just and kind of trying to reach like women kind of women of all ages 18 to 70 kind of and just it's just real life stuff and mm-hmm. I don't plan it too far in advance because I kind of go with kind of what moves me that week and kind of maybe what we're dealing with maybe through the seasons or occasions or yeah I just in something I, it will just come to me I pray about it and it comes to me and then I just flow with it Oh, I love that. That's kind of how I've operated as well when it comes to my blog and my podcast. It's usually, uh, I don't think too much in advance about what the next episode is going to be about. It's more of like, what am I feeling this week? What's going on in my life? What lessons am I learning? Right. Oh, that's awesome. I'm okay. That's good to know. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a, it's, it's nice to have some, it's kind of like my online journal of sorts, you know, that's exactly (laughs) right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so awesome. So besides, uh, health and nutrition, um, is, so you said you, you know, all those things that you do, what do you think? uh, And would you say that's like your, your passion right now is your, um, the blogging and, you know, being a health coach and all of that, like, or is, are there other little projects that you, ha- you have going well, on? I would say that that's what I'm most passionate about, just because those are the ways I can bring value to people, how I can serve them. And that's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going. I at. like that. Yeah. That's really awesome. So now let's, uh, let's go into like the visualization aspect. I think this is one of my favorite parts where we can, I can hear you describe in full detail how you see your life within the next five or 10 years. And, and yeah, I just think it's fun to imagine it, imagine that. Right. Well, I'm not an extravagant person. I don't long or dream about big extravagant things um I'm pretty simple pretty simple the older I get the more simple things satisfy me right mm-hmm. um in the next five years I I would love to I visualize more financial freedom uh possibly traveling more um optimal health I've got all my health issues under control and just just financial freedom would be huge to take care of a lot of things that we would like to take care of and the hobbies that we would like to more pursue and yeah I don't I don't dream for the fancy vehicles or even though we have many um renos we would like to do here or or possibly build the new house but I just I want to continue to be healthy and strong for my kids my grandkids I, I just want to, I want to live a comfortable life and just be able to just breathe and not be stressed every month, right? There's yeah. always a month at the end of the the paycheck, it seems, right? And I, yeah. just, I just don't want to live like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you talked about your hobbies, I would love to know a little bit more about hobbies that you, that you have that if you did have more of the financial freedom that you could pursue those a little bit more what are they well myself I love planting I love flowers and plants I would like to do some landscaping and it's it's kind of a a family joke that like every year when spring comes for the I head to the greenhouses Mm 
and I go there many multiple trips <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's kind of an ongoing joke <laughs> for your yard or plants for yes. your house yes my deck my yard yeah and it gets a little bit more each year and yeah. I would just really like to do I have big ideas in our yard that I would like to that's kind of my thing I like doing crafts with flowers mm -hmm. um but we also have an old car. We have an old 55 Buick and my husband has a couple old trucks that he's fixing up, but he's so busy with his trucking. He's, he's not home a lot. And his little dreams are sitting outside and in the shop kind of because he never gets to pursue them. And I just, if we had some financial freedom that he could take a little more time on those hobbies because we love to uh, go on road trips with the old car and we go to car shows and show and shines and that's our thing the those are the things we love to do together oh I like that yeah mm -hmm. I I agree it's nice to um when you think about the hobbies it's it's really just comes down to time having yeah. the time for for those things and then yeah. the, that's where the financial freedom comes into play yeah. it's like not necessarily about all the fancy cars and nice things but just to have the time to yeah to do these things. I, I agree. It's that's invaluable right there. Yeah. 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 Well, um, now I would love to hear a little bit about your, you know, credentials, like some of the things that you've done and cool things that you've accomplished or succeeded at over the years and what you're most proud of. I'd love to hear all of it. Wow. Wow. So just think in the 53 years of my life. Wow. <laughs> um I I actually I wanted to be uh a stewardess is what we used to call them I don't know what they're called now just um, a flight attendant the flight attendant I guess yeah I, that was my passion I I just I wanted to travel the world speak different languages yeah um but after I graduated I went to look into this and I wasn't tall enough what for the seriously Oh, you had to well, I guess, least, I guess you do seven. have to be a certain height to be above you, you the seat, right? You did. Like I'm five. Oh, five. not anymore. It wasn't short. Yeah. But it used to be five, seven and 125 pounds. There was very, oh. yeah. And you had to speak at least two languages. I, oh. was, willing, I was willing to learn um, mm -hmm. Spanish and French. Um, but yeah, I wasn't tall enough and I wasn't quite small enough. I was 136 and they wanted 125. And that was in the 80s. Oh my gosh. But it's not yep. like that anymore, is it's it? It's not like that anymore. Okay. What about height? Do you still have to be a certain height? You no, know, I have been on many planes over the years and I've seen a lot of short, okay. stockier people. And so I'm yeah. thinking those credentials have definitely changed. So, oh man, so that's I, crazy. I didn't know that. I know. I know. So that really, I changed things up and I was pretty good at secretarial stuff, accounting stuff. And so I thought, well, I guess I'll go that route. So I actually went to college for secretarial arts and that's kind of what I pursued then. I did books, I did receptionist work, bookkeeping, right? Just all the secretarial kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I did it for years. I would, was an administrative assistant for a grain company for many years, um, but I got tired of sitting at a desk. I just got tired of sitting in front of a screen and just, I thought there's got to be more to life out there. I want to be more active. I want to deal 
more directly with lots of people rather than be stuck in an office. So I just really switched gears and I just, I went to work at a bookstore, which was like mindless, but it was so much fun. I, wor- I worked there until they closed. Um, then, yeah, I really started to take, I was with Sija before, so we moved over into Isogenics. Okay. From Sija, that wellness. Oh, you did? It. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. So I was really starting to, hmm, I think I maybe want to do this so I can set my own hours and do my own thing and really, really focus on my health. And so I just kind of, yeah, turned a curve there. But in the meantime, while I'm doing all this, um, I started working for Canada Post and um, being a client advocate with the Pregnancy Care Centre. So I've done and I've taken many courses to do all those things too. Um, I was, I smoked for 25 years and I haven't smoked for 10 years. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. Oh, yeah. Like I that's just, a huge, like, yeah. Was, I mean, that's something to be proud of. I, I mean, I've, I've just heard how hard that is too. like one of the hardest things yep. to give up. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So I feel, I feel really good about that. I will never turn back and be a smoker again. I, that I'm quite proud of myself for that because I just, I set a date and I just did it and I've never looked back. And that was, yeah, 10 years ago. And, and in the meantime, in the meantime, I just, now I can enjoy more things. I used to, I, I, Smoking a lot of your time, a lot of your time and energy oh, and money. And I never thought about that. Well, definitely money, but I guess it does require, you got to go outside most of the does. time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And just the things that you did when you smoked, right? So your phone calls, like every time you'd hop on the small phone and pour a coffee. Well, that initiated a cigarette, right? Oh. So just, so just having to change my whole mindset. Yes. Oh, I would love to know more how you did that. Like, do you have any like quick tips you could share for people who might be struggling with any kind of addiction? I just had to. So my favorite smoke of the day was that first one in the morning. You get up, have a cup of coffee, walk outside, light up that cigarette. Mm-hmm. Now I I do devotions in the morning after I get my coffee. Yeah. So you and switch I, it with something else. Yep something but it had to be something positive right and, yeah not and like not a food or a yes. treat or something yeah yes so I get my coffee I do my devotions I'll put a little post on my social media and I go do my exercises so I I fill those times and I try and be on the phone very little I mean that's gotten way better it's been 10 years already so I'm quite I've got it mastered now but the phone uh-huh. was really hard I would pace around my island in my kitchen while I was on the phone like on the phone talking with people yeah because I work smoking at this time right oh okay wait for work talking on the phone for no like talking talking to people oh really so whenever you'd like have a conversation on the phone with anybody like friends or family you would yeah it would be a habit to smoke at the same time yeah so I would stay in the house and I would uh do laps around my island and I would nibble on pen ends and just yes (laughs) I've gotten past that now I don't (laughs) 
I don't do lobster on my island anymore. I can actually sit and talk on the phone now. But yeah. that was a huge hurdle to overcome. Yeah. So um, how long did it take until it wasn't hard anymore? Probably six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the first six weeks were like horrible. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then just, you just kind of took it one day at a time. And then one week at a time and then one month at a time. And it just, yeah, I guess like anything, right? Like eating mm-hmm. and alcoholism, it's just, and you're just, yay, we got yeah. another week or another, you know, another day so, even. Yeah. yeah. Just one one day at a time. The first, first year, it was like, wow, like that's awesome. Right. And yeah. then like, yep. Oh, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think that that can really apply to a lot of people within our community because mm-hmm. a lot of um everyone has some kind of an addiction yep. but i think yep. with er shred we're we're talking a lot about food addictions and things like that but um but yeah i think it's always helpful to hear how people overcame such mm-hmm. a strong addiction just hearing mm-hmm. how you've how you've done it is just like really inspiring so thank you for sharing that yeah I was also scared after I quit smoking that I was going to pile all this weight on too, right? Oh, and how did that go? I, I did. I did the first year. I put on probably 10, 12 pounds. It wasn't huge because mm-hmm. then again, I tried to fill my time with other things, right? Exercise, walking. Yeah. Um, but I was snacky because things really started to taste good. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. yeah it's like my taste buds changed. It was it was funny. Oh. But uh, that that I got that all back. I, I just had to find my, my place, right? I just yeah. had to find my groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I don't want to finish with this list. Let's keep going. What else are you proud of when it comes to your past or things that you've done? Wow. I used to struggle a lot with it, like self-esteem and I find, and I was always a worrier, just such a worrier just had to be controlling. And if I wasn't in control of it, it just, I would just worry myself sick. I think I just, I've grown so much in not only my, my faith walk, but just with how I see myself. And because I'm really hard on myself, I'm probably harder than any, I have fluctuated in weight over the years. And and I'm hard on myself. I'm not very nice to myself sometimes because it's not anyone around me that said, oh boy, you've really packed on the pounds, eh? Or my <laughs> husband saying, yeah, yeah, I'm not attracted to you anymore. No, it's actually quite the opposite. But I, what I seen in the mirror and what just even hearing my voice and just seeing the things that I'm struggling with, I, I'm giving myself more grace now. I just I really am. And I'm just trying to embrace the seasons. Yeah. Because I've been in many of them over the years. And, yeah. and this is a whole new one again with this new health journey I'm on. Mm-hmm. So, but I feel like when I look back, I'm like, wow, have I ever gone through the hoops and hurdles and of trying to be something that I wasn't? And, you know, that life will only be good if I'm 130 pounds and yeah. right to get it all together, then I can start living, right? Yes. I, I've learned that that isn't true and I can live right now and use what I have right now. Yeah. 
So. That is like such a good life lesson. It's one I think we can all relate to. It's like, yes. we always think that, well, once I get this and this and this and yep. this, then I can start living, like you said, yep. but just that realization that, wait a minute, I can actually be happy right now. Yep. Takes some effort on my part, yep, does. a lot of mindset yep. stuff, but yep. for sure it's, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Anything else you want to share? Well, I'm just, yeah, like I said, I'm on this new health journey, but it's, I'm trying not to be down on myself with it. I have been diagnosed with Hashimoto's Oh yeah, and I am shredding again because it's been off again, on again, the last few months. Uh huh. Yeah. Cause you got sick. If, if you guys haven't watched that one coaching session that we did, she got, um, COVID retinal pneumonia and then COVID too. Was it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so that set you back a little bit with your, your shred journey, yep. but you're trying to embrace it and learn the lessons that come from it. And, and just, uh, yeah. Yep. What else are you learning about that whole situation? Where are you at now? As far as that well, goes. So I, I just had a checkup and yeah, we not only just thought I had hypothyroidism, which I guess my body was under such stress last summer when I got sick, it just shot. So my immune system shut my thyroid down. Um, we didn't know this at the time though. We've only just recently discovered this is why I've gained weight. This is why I'm so tired. So I've got, you know, I've got things I need to stay away from like gluten and dairy, but I didn't have a lot of gluten anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, dairy, I like coffee cream in my coffee Uh, I'm not a huge dairy eater but there is some modifications I need to take and and a fair amount of supplements that I'm on right now to get all my levels up Mm. so that's that's a bit different for me so I am trying this will be the first shred I've done in the last couple months since I've been on all these supplements yeah and I'm gaining my energy back oh good so I'm I'm excited that I can that I could do the shred with success. and mm-hmm. Oh, good. That's so yeah. awesome to hear that. And also I'm sure relatable because it, I, I have talked with quite a few people who, you know, have either gotten injured or something has happened and it's frustrating because they're like, no, I was doing so good. I was like, on, yeah. And, and then something happens and it just throws yeah. you off and you're just yeah, like, ah, you got to learn how to adapt and be flexible. Yep and resilient (laughs) yeah and see that was that was us I was shredding my husband was shredding we looked and felt amazing yeah Yeah. we were like last July we were like I look back at pictures and I'm like man we looked good we felt good (laughs) yeah Yeah, it just so so it just kind of knocked me down a peg but but I'm gonna be okay it's it's gonna I'm I'm thinking positive and there's gonna be healing and I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in a better place than I even was before. I I can feel it. Oh, that's so awesome. I love to hear your, Mm -hmm. your optimism and yeah, just the belief that it's, it's coming back around and Mm -hmm. that's just, you, we all have to go through these different seasons of life that, that throw us off course and, um, cause us to, it, I do think it, it can be a, a, um, a good thing. It's just hard because we liked how things were going so smoothly and so well, and, and then, ah, you know, but then we learn a lot of lessons through yeah. these, these things. So 
I like to hear what you've been learning and how you've been overcoming all of that. That's kind of messed with your whole mindset as well. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Well, let's finish with you telling us a little bit about, um, you know, I, I really like to understand all the different beliefs. It's been a really fascinating journey for me ever since we left our um, really um, orthodox religion and now um, opening up my mind to just embracing all different kinds of beliefs because I used to believe that my belief was the best and that I needed to convert everybody to that and now I'm like whoa like I just was so closed off to so many beautiful ways of looking at life because I just always thought that I was right and everybody else was wrong so now it's just such a fun question for me to ask each person like what are your beliefs and what do you believe the purpose of life is and what gets you out of bed in the morning well Um, I am a Christian, and I believe the purpose of life is to love and be loved, serve and be served. I, that is, I, I think we can be the best we can be with the gifts we've been given to serve others. I I think it's not all about us. And some of us are quite selfish and self-centered. And I think it needs to be more outwards. We have so much to give to those around us. And we were given gifts and experiences to share and heal others. And so I believe, and I believe every day is a new fresh day to start that and to live purposefully, like, cause we were made for a purpose on purpose. And I just, I get excited every day to get up just cause I don't know what the day is going to bring, but, yeah. but I love life and I love living it. I'm, I don't, I'm very fortunate. I don't deal with, with depression um, because I know there's a lot of people that, that do right now, but I don't, and I very, I'm quite optimistic and I just, yeah, I look forward every day to a cup of coffee and just being in relationship because that's what it's all about. Mm. That's what I think anyway. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much, Charlene. It's been nice to just sit with you. Next time we really should have a cup of coffee. Yes, that would be. <laughs> but I'm trying to limit myself to only one oh. first thing in the morning. So <laughs> but I'll I'll get some bone broth and yeah, but I just I do. I feel like these uh, five questions interviews is just like as if you and I were just sitting down for a cup yep. of coffee and I got to just get to know you a little bit better. So thank yep. you for being willing to be on. But it's like I understand too, it's a little bit different because other people are listening in so it's um sometimes a little nerve-wracking but at the same time our community is so awesome and so accepting and loving that I I feel comfortable being on live videos anytime I'm talking to this community because it's just such a loving um accepting space so that's what I love about our community but Again, thank you for your time and thank you for letting us get to know you better and we'll keep seeing you in the group. Yeah. All right. You You have a good day, Charlene. I will. You too. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye.